wig. <laughs> Did she just coughed? Wig. Did you say wig? Oh my god, yeah, wig. I feel that already. Hello, welcome back. Uh, this is Bell Hooks and Jars on Radio Fodder with Sam and Tanushi. Uh, we're unhinged today. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks off the radar, but now we're back on the grid. Yeah, and by off the radar, we mean... Um, Completely in bed. <laughs> in bed, but also, like, if you follow our Twitters and Instagrams. Which you like, should. Which you should. Linked in the show notes below. Um, or, you know, at Buddhist Butler on Twitter at Dan.Sushwan yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, you would know that like Brutus Butler, it's the live transcript is just a too brute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm that not will, medicated That went today. over my head. That went over my head. So it's a little shanks there. Uh, um, the bard. The bard. Yeah. Um, the the body B Barbie Tinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, hilarious. As we were saying, I've, I no, I've always said that Nicki Minaj is a modern day Shakespeare. No, she is. No, but you, she is. No, she is. Yeah. Yes. Um. So as I was saying, if you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, which you should, you would know we've not been off the grid. We've just no been... completely on the grid. Just completely on the grid. It's just like live tweeting our breakdowns. Mm. So if you want yeah. more of that content, once again, follow our Twitter. Yeah. Even though that, so that's... We're, all, we're recording this on Tuesday, the 26th of April, which is a dark day in the Twitter sphere. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Elon just bought Twitter. People who I'm invested in on Twitter have officially made, like, the I'm leaving Twitter statements. They're downloading oh, their icons. Oh, leaving? Um, just some like literary people I know of. Okay. Which okay. is quite upsetting. I think I'm just going to keep, I'm going to do what I did when Tumblr happened, which is mm. I'm going to keep tweeting until I am, I am Caesar. Is, was it Nero playing the violin as Rome, Rome burnt? You're asking someone with no cultural knowledge whatsoever I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> yeah well I think it was Nero whoever it was um I'm him and I'm just going to keep tweeting yeah. my silly little thoughts until mm. Twitter truly runs into the ground straight into the ground yeah I kind of feel like and then I think by the time that happens like MySpace will be back like I just that's my prediction I feel like, like we should bring it... Tumblr back oh so true they should bring so back. True. Also, they need to bring back all the porn on Tumblr. Yeah, but the thing that you are forgetting is Tumblr never really left. Like it's back. Like we could get onto Tumblr and start our blogs again. Yeah, but Tumblr is. I've tried to use Tumblr recently, and it barely functions. Okay. Because half the hashtags are banned for no reason, and they got rid of all of the porn gifts, which is really what everyone was there for. Yeah. That was um, on Tumblr when I first discovered porn. I feel yeah. like it's where most people first. Most people our age, yeah. Yeah. Um, also most non-male people. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Male male people have the audacity just to type in pornhub.com. Or um, I, I would have never. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um so what are we doing today? Today we are, um what do tell me yes. to do? So today we're going to talk about compet heterosexuality. Yeah, something we both know a lot about. <laughs> yeah. Um, today is going to be extremely unscripted. Yeah. Barely researched. Yeah. Because as I said to Danushi before we started recording, I don't need to research. I have my knowledge from the school of life. And by that, I do not mean Alanda Baton's uh, cursed YouTube no, no, no. page. No, no, no. I like that the... Um, you mean transcript. the school of hard knocks? The transcript called Alanda Baton Al- Atlanta Butan. Okay. Yeah. Do you, I think it might be good if we turned off being able to see the transcripts. <laughs> yeah, but it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, not that I ever do anything with the transcript. I'm so bad at it. I keep thinking to myself, We'll we're too, look, we're too low budget and I'm too sick all the time to actually do anything with it. Yeah. But if someone would like to help us make this show more accessible, maybe. Please do. Yeah. Please reach out. Our email is bellhooksandjars at gmail.com or maybe it's bellhooksandjars podcast. Try both. You'll Try get a both. bounce back. You'll, you'll bounce from one and then you'll get a belated reply from another <laughs> yeah um, um how have you been um I've been okay I've been getting through it I've started seeing a new psychologist so yeah. I'm keen to um get rid of all my various psychological neuroses yeah. One step at a time. One neuroses at a time. Are you are you okay with me talking about how, um, like, part of the reason why we've missed a few weeks? Yeah, no, go ahead. So we had a bit of a more ambitious project. Well, Danushi was working on a more ambitious project. Yeah. Which is go, it's coming up. It'll happen. Yeah. But it was, Danushi also has a life <laughs> and a chronic illness. Yeah. And if there's one thing about Plural. us. Yeah. The one thing about us is that we have cl- chronic illness. Separately and together have chronic illnesses, plural. Yeah. And sometimes we just get a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. And sometimes how you've got to deal with that is like just giving up. Mm. But you this time what? we didn't give up. No. We decided to just go a different route. Yeah. Uh, just sometimes we can't always give you groundbreaking content and we have to settle for comedy. Earth shattering. Yeah, so true. So true. We can't always give you um, cutting edge research. Yeah. Because Danucci is doing enough of that in their endo work and I'm doing enough of that by um, getting out of bed. Yeah. Uh, so, and also by tweeting. That's where mm. my groundbreaking research goes. Because as we all know, 
um, in a literature or musicology degree, most of what I'm writing has already been said by someone. So it's not really research, is it? It's not like finding a oh, cure for cancer. Research in a di- <laughs> it's a research in a different sense. Yeah, yeah. At least I'm not writing about Beethoven because then can you believe that people are still publishing stuff about Beethoven? Is that what your recent tweet was about? About like in one 200 years, I hope no one. Oh, no, nah, that was just because people were talking about that on Twitter. That was a discourse of like people being like, I hope people are reading what I write in 200 years. That was more about my poetry because I can't uh, even write, I can't even read my six month old poetry and yeah. I couldn't even fathom somebody else reading it. Yeah, so true. Mm. Should we go to a song? So true. Let's go to a song. What song do you want to go to? Well, something about us that we've been getting up to while um, we've been away mm, is we've yeah, been yeah. watching a lot of Glee. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, to be honest, that's all we really needed to say in this introduction. And it no. would have spoken volumes if yeah, yeah, we yeah. started watching Glee. And that's we've all you been, need to know about us. That's that where says we're a at. lot about our mental state our physical state yeah um everything really so and yeah and I feel like what you are is what you consume and so absolutely them and I have become insufferable we weren't already question mark no absolutely never no um anyway here's landslide glee cast recording version and that was landslide the glee cast version and you're listening to bell hooks and jazz with Sam and Danushi on Radio Fodder. And now to the headline of the day. Firstly, quickly. Oh, sorry. What a groundbreaking cover. Yeah. I think my whole, I think when I was 12 and I watched that performance with Holly Holiday, Santana and Brittany. Yeah. Part of me was like, hmm, much to think about. I'm going to file this away for later. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think for a lot of people in our age bracket, the Santana Britney Santana um, Britney thing was really we're filing this away for later. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was something to t- to tickle the old clitoris. <laughs> You're so right. That's so true. <laughs> and I also like I don't mean the clitoris downstairs I also mean the clitoris in your brain yeah (laughs) the Um, amygdala the clitoris of the brain (laughs) um yeah so true bestie kind of in shock from that one (laughs) anyway compulsory heterosexuality when uh, when did you first come across the term um I think <laughs> I probably came across the term just googling a lot of how do I know I'm bisexual? Am I gay? Which is where quiz? we all. I was a bit too scared to type in "am I gay," so I started off with "am I bi," which is I a quick pipeline. Did. Well, something about me is that I definitely googled those "am I gay" quizzes when I was um, like 13, 14, and then yeah. I purposely answered them wrong so that it would mm-hmm. tell me I'm straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'd be like, and that's great. I don't have to think about this anymore. Yeah, so 
a lot, a lot of those quizzes were great sets of instructions for the straight performance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a performance. There was jazz hands involved. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha yeah. Cook at the time, famously yeah. the leader of Glee Club. <laughs> I literally ran a Glee Club in high school. I had my school music department in a chokehold. Yeah. Like, I was not the music prefect, and that's another story for another day that I'm not bitter about at all. But um, I was, like, the spiritual prefect. Mm. Like, I, I wasn't technically in charge, but in every other sense I was in charge. You know what they say behind every school music prefect? prefect is someone who should have gotten the job but didn't and then ended up doing everything anyway that's exactly right and that's exactly what happened with me and part of that job was meant to be running the glee club and so I ran the glee club Mm -hmm. so um would you say you were the Mr. Schuster of your time no I was Rachel ah yes 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 yeah because Rachel was really in charge you're so right. You're and literally so right. Was I giving myself the best solos? Yeah. And what about it? I loved giving myself an emotional bridge. <laughs> like in, or a ballad. Yeah. In the year 12, when we were in year 12, and I was like officially, officially in charge. Because I ran it in year 11, but I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't meant to be in charge. And there was somebody else who was actually in charge in year 11, Claudia Kuna. Shout out to her. She's an icon. Um, so she, like, did all the executive stuff, but she was a cellist. So I did actually, I did the arrangement and I actually, like, taught the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also had a hand in, in choosing the solos. can't remember which solo I gave myself that year. But in year 12, we did Florence and the Machine, Dog Days Ooh. Are Over. Mm-hmm. And I did give myself the the bridge. And it was uh, the right thing to do. Yeah. And also because in year 12, the competition was hosted at our high school. Um, mm. We had the hometown advantage. We had the hometown advantage, which involved um, communing with the AV guy, Sam, also called Sam, but a man, mm-hmm. um, and being like, and being giving like an in depth description of what I wanted for the lighting and sound for it um so I was like when the bridge starts I want you to drop all of the stage lighting just a spot on me and big reverb (laughs) and we we didn't win that bit but we did win the combined one where we sang um stick to the status quo from High School Musical oh, with the Trinity song. Boys. And mm-hmm. yes, I did cast myself as Sharpay. It was, again, the right thing to do. <laughs> I honestly think perfect casting. Yeah. I feel like what a lot of people don't understand is that before Rachel Berry, there was Sharpay. But unlike Rachel Berry, <laughs> Sharpay was like... Sharpe was villainized when she shouldn't have been. No, exactly. Because we all know the real villain from High School Musical was Troy Gabrielle. Bolton. Oh, yeah. That's Troy so Bolton true. and Gabriella Montez. 
Yeah. This is deep information in my brain. Um, Do we get back on track? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. When I first came across Pompette was when I was in first year of uni. Do you want to keep all of that in? Yeah. I do okay. want to keep all of that in because I think that's important background information for the people to know. Okay. I first came across Compet when I was in first year uni and I thought I was bi and I was following a lot of um, lesbian. First year uni? Yeah. Oh, so you were backtracking on the lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. First year uni, well, until year 12, I thought I was straight. Mm-hmm. And then um, literally overnight, <laughs> the night before muck-up day, I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. I'm getting a bit of a gay vibe. <laughs> was there something else, in particular? Anyone else getting a bit of a, a, gay, bit vibe? Of a gay vibe? No, there wasn't really anything in particular. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I like to do a lot of deep thinking about myself. Yeah. 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 Um, something about me is that I'm a Pisces moon. So, mm-hmm. and a Cancer mm-hmm. rising. So, you know, I love to just sit and think. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, yeah, I was just like the night before mock-up day. I was like, hmm. hmm, hmm." Time for a prank. For my next prank. And then I told my best friends and they were like really surprised, even though they're both Mm -hmm. bi. Mm -hmm. Because I'd spent all of high school being like, ha ha, me so straight. Um, And then in first year uni, I dated a woman. Mm -hmm. Very homosexual of me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I went on one date with a man and was like, never again. Mm-hmm. And then I. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you really need. Yeah, no, but that wasn't, one. that wasn't. Like, I went on one, one date with a man and, you know. To oh, be when? Fair, in school or in. Oh, in, in uni. Yeah. In like March, just after I turned 18. So probably like early April. Yeah. Um, I went on one date with a man. And to be fair to the whole gender. He was probably not like, I could have gone on a better date with a better man. Mm-hmm. But also I was like, I'm feeling nothing here. Yeah. And yeah. I've not felt anything about men since. And then I was dating yeah. a woman. I was following. Has anyone? Has no. anyone no. ever? No. Yeah. Um, I was dating a woman. I was following these lesbian meme accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I kept seeing this word compet, compet, compet. And I was like, confet, confet, a confet mm-hmm. of duck. That's a bit of a, that's a bit of a culinary joke for everyone. Mm. Um, and and then, much, much like compet, also immersed in a lot of oil. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that this is what happens. No, this is what happens when you grow up watching a lot of lifestyle, the lifestyle channel. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, no, my my culinary thing was that when I was recovering from my eating disorder, I got really obsessed with food. And I like exclusively watched like Chef's Table and other really (laughs) well-filmed food shows. Mm And yeah, then yeah, yeah. my backup plan was for year 12 was that um, if everything fell through, I wanted to go to culinary school, to like Cordon Bleu school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my little, like, that's my little, like, oh, I actually know about cooking wife me um, story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, saw this phrase compet and I was like, the hell does that mean? I Google it. I'm like, compulsory heterosexuality. Interesting. And then I'm, you know, looking through Instagram stories on, an, on the 48 tram going past Dan Murphy's in Q for all that are familiar with um, Melbourne eastern suburbs landmarks. Uh, and I see this link, like, I'm looking at Instagram stories. One of the main pages is like, oh, I've put a link in my bio to the Am I a Lesbian Master Doc. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm, it's over. I started reading that and I was like, oh, I'm not bisexual. I am mm-hmm. monosexual for women. Mm-hmm. So fair. And that's my lesbianism origin story. Is it time for a song? Shall I wait? Can I give a bit of my. Well, I feel like it's been a bit long. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Let's throw a song. Throw a song and then we can talk about your experience. Okay, lovely. Let's throw to. Oh, let's throw to 15 by Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. And this song is. Not to get into the politics of Taylor Swift, but I deeply believe that this song is about compulsory sexuality. Compulsory sexuality. <laughs> compulsory. <Yes. laughs> um, that's what Abigail. What that's what happened with Abigail. It's compulsory. Yeah. Compulsory sexuality. Um, and of course, this is Taylor's version because I'm not a heathen. So true. You're listening to Bell Hooks and Welcome Jazz. Back. That was 15 by Taylor Swift, Taylor's version from the re recording of Fearless, Taylor's version. Uh, you're listening to Bell Hooks and Jazz on Radio Fodder with Sam and Danushi. And now it's time for Danushi to tell us about their experience with compulsory heterosexuality and uh, what does it mean to you and how did we get to where we are today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. So I actually can't remember when I first came across the word. Mm. But I feel like it's one of those things where once you see it, mm. the the whole world starts to make sense. Oh, yeah. It's one of those words where like, oh, all of these behaviours, it makes so much sense. I like, love, as, as a elder queer by community standards, uh, I love... Baby queer. Yeah. I love saying, just dropping into conversation with women, have you heard of compulsory heterosexuality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then Especially, just, yeah, and then yeah. just being like, uh, just sending them the link to the master doc and being yeah. like, just read this in your own time. Yeah, especially cause, especially because a lot of women that think they're straight love to be like, oh, women are just so beautiful. Uh, women are just so pretty. When I was 13, I literally said to my friend, you know, it's so funny that like boys are just like inherently uglier than girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think it's so funny that, like, God put us all on this planet for men to look like little rats and women to be goddesses. And I thought that there was a straight thing to say. It's Adam and Eve, not even a rat. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes. And um, tell me more about it. So my pipeline was, oh, I'm into feminine men then yeah I'm bisexual mm. and then now I'm like in my gay era I think yeah TBD no I don't think it's TBD we've done it so much discussing 
that I think at this point, if it was TBD, we would have discussed it and you would have gone, actually, no, I don't think I am a lesbian. You're so true. You're so true. You're so right. I'm You're so, so right. I'm so true. But I think maybe I need a woman to kiss me right now so I can say for sure. <laughs> and that's please, it's for, please, it's for research. Can I kiss a woman? Well, something that I think about is that I've never kissed a man. Okay. And I know. I don't want that near so me. True. So true. The idea of kissing a man gives me the ick. Yeah. I think there's gradients of attraction to genders. Okay. And I think, like, I could force myself to be with a man if um, Gilead happened tomorrow. If that happened tomorrow, I could be like, okay, I guess so. But um, that doesn't look like it's in the very near future. So with all due respect to men, it's a no for me. It's a hard no. Mm-hmm. Boys it's, did like me in do, high school. Let's do let's do let's do a smash or pass. Okay. Men. Pass. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh how about you? Women. Smash. Men. Much to consider. <laughs> Much to consider. <laughs> and I also something that we should consider is that like maybe. Maybe in 25 years, maybe in five years, I'm going to want to smash a man. Mm. But I don't think that takes whether away. That is, yeah, whether that is with a literal baseball bat. <laughs> but he's not going to cheat on me because I won't give him an opportunity. That was just a Carrie Underwood reference. Mm. Before he cheats, Carrie Underwood. Great song. Highly recommend. Um, oh, just kick something over. Do we want to talk about Adrienne Rich's essay? Or no? Kind of. I feel like, do you want to talk about it? Or do mm. we just want to keep riffing? We can link it. Like, if you want to actually yeah. know about compulsory heterosexuality, I'll link it in the, in the show notes. Yeah. But basically the idea is, like, because we are in a phylogocentric society google that word in your own time um we grow up and we think that like heterosexuality is the norm Mm -hmm. and it's the only possibility (coughs) and then maybe someone's like to you actually that's not the only possibility and you're like hmm interesting I'm gonna um forget about this right now and come back to you in 10 years yeah exactly and then and and then you're gay. You wake up the you wake up on muck up day, and, and you're, you're like suddenly gay. I'm gay. Yeah. 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 And if we want to diverge a bit to, into the theory of it, I guess yeah. what Adrienne Rich in 1980 in Icon. their <coughs> extremely iconic um, essay, yeah, titled "Okay, I forget." Do you compulsory heterosexuality? And the lesbian something. And the lesbian, we'll link it. Yeah, we'll link it. But essentially, like, she says that she is advocating for us to start thinking about compulsory heterosexuality as an institution in the same way as 
um, motherhood or marriage is. Mm. So she essentially wants us to start taking it seriously and not something that just is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so, I think that's very, um, I think it's important because like, you know, we, well, what I was saying about philogocentrism is that um, when, here's some more words for people to uh, Google in their own time. Mm-hmm. When the phallus is the master signifier and everything is, uh, and this is Lacanian theory, kind of feminist Lacanian theory, when the phallus is the master signifier uh, and so everything in society is organised around the phallus, which is not just the penis, but it's also like the cultural institution of like man as dominant male thinking, that's phallogos, phallogos, mm-hmm. um, as dominant phallogocentrism. Uh, then, you know, we grow up and we think that sexuality by definition is feeling sexual about a man. Mm. And then you um, trick your, yourself, like I did, mm-hmm. into thinking that um, Harry Styles is the only man for you. Yeah. But Which, again, should have said enough. It should have. That says everything you need to know. Yeah. Because also some... <laughs> If you have these signs or symptoms, you should check with a doctor if you're a lesbian. If, if Harry was your favourite member of One Direction, you're, you're definitely a lesbian now. Yeah. And one thing that um, I think Rich if, if, also mentions, sorry, if I can get this. Yeah, yeah, no, in, you can get that out. Is that sometimes we conflate attraction to a man with... Um, with the access to power that a man or the proximity to a man will bring us Mm. as opposed to like actual sexual attraction yeah which I think especially when a lot of us had crushes on male celebrities that also represents the status and like we may have been just more attracted to the fame and status of that man rather than rather than the man himself yeah and also, I think another, and the lesbian master doc talks about this. We'll link. Do you want to read from it or no? I don't have it. I don't have it pulled up. It, I'm living it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that that talks about, and also I'll point out that the lesbian master doc is not an academic paper and it is not 100% accurate on Compet, but I think it is still a good resource for people mm-hmm. who are trying to sort out their sexuality. Yeah. Um. But it does talk about, like, if the only men you ever think about having a relationship are men that are unattainable, be that famous men, fictional men, men that are a lot older than you, Mm -hmm. then that's a sign that you, if if there's no men that are actually in front of you that want to be with you and you want to be with them, Mm -hmm. then maybe you should do some thinking. Yeah. Because I think for me, at least, for a long time, I didn't even know that being attracted to women was an option for me. Like, when, like, life is a multiple choice exam. And if women is not one of the bubbles, like, what am I meant to circle? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't, it's like the, you've got to draw it in yourself at the bottom. Yeah, so I just left that blank for a while. And I feel like maybe I'm, even now I haven't circled above the 
the bubble. And I think that's the options okay. being L B G T. Um, but that's okay. Again, yeah. Is it time for song? Yeah, let's. What are we throwing to Sam? Sorry, I Silk Chiffon. Oh, the, the greatest. So good. Yeah, gay girl summer. The lesbian, the the contemporary lesbian anthem. Yeah, it's by Muna, and we love it. This is Bell Hooks and Jasmine Radio Fodder, the Sam and Danushi. Mm, see you after the song. <coughs> That was Silk Chiffon by Muna at featuring Phoebe Bridges. And oh, yeah, Queen, 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 Queen. Mommy, Queen. sorry, Mommy, sorry. <laughs> You're listening to Bell Hooks and Jazz on Radio Photo with Sam and Denishi. Um, and it's, now it's time for pop culture time. Yeah. Not that this hasn't all been pop culture time this week, but um, over the Easter weekend, it was actually Good Friday. I thought to myself, it's time I watched a lesbian classic. Yeah. And in let me tell you, Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Um, and everything unholy. <laughs> the unholy trinity. Yes. <laughs> um, so I took a break from binge watching Glee mm-hmm. to find out where I could watch But I'm a Cheerleader, the classic yeah. 1999 movie. And oh. let me tell you. It was difficult to find. It is so location blocked in Australia. Hmm. Yeah, it was not on Amazon. It was not on any streaming service. It was not on the, like, um, library watching ones. It was nowhere to be found. So, yeah, I had to go (laughs) 123movies.ru. Um to illegally stream that and maybe I got actually allegedly illegally stream it um Ara you wouldn't steal a car you wouldn't steal a handbag you wouldn't tell yourself you're straight for 18 years (laughs) (laughs) um so I watched but I'm a cheerleader and let me tell you it was a religious moment for me yeah I did not go to church on good Friday but I did watch but I'm a cheerleader it is it is gospel yeah bible occur bible yeah Um, yeah so do you want to give a brief synopsis of i so do but i'm a cheerleader starring natasha leone Mm -hmm. also i'm not reading from anything i just want everyone to know that this is straight out of my head head of the cheerleading club natasha leone's character uh in the first scene of the movie, she is trying to make out with her boyfriend in his car and she's mm-hmm. not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Her eyes are open and she looks like she wants life to end right then and there. Yeah. Then she goes, the next day she's at school and she's like talking about some cheerleading competition that's coming up to her friends. She's like, yeah, I'm so excited to go. Like, And her friends are being a bit evasive. So then she gets home that night. Her friends are all there. Her boyfriend's there. Her parents are there. And also RuPaul is there. (laughs) RuPaul is there dressed in a blue tracksuit and a T-shirt that says straight is great. 
And he also has a goatee. Very Lin-Manuel Miranda style goatee. Oh, no. And he says (laughs) that he is from basically a conversion camp. Yeah. Conversion therapy camp. And Natasha Leone's friends and family have decided that she's a lesbian and she needs to be treated for that. Mm-hmm. And something about this movie is that it's a comedy about mm-hmm. conversion camp. If you're coming to But I'm a Cheerleader looking for a gritty, you know, expose, an emotional ride, go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Go to the miseducation of Cameron Post because that's not what you're yeah. getting in this. Yeah, I mean, you've group. said enough as in if RuPaul is in a, in a T-shirt saying straight is bright, like you're... With a goatee. Yeah, you're... This is all for laughs. Yeah, it's for laughs. Yeah. And also, I think something great about it is that we've got so many movies where lesbians... (laughs) We've got so many movies. You're so right. We've got so many movies. We need to stop making movies. But so many movies where lesbians are having the worst time ever. Yeah. Um, They talk... To, uh, sorry, I just got a phone call and it derailed my thoughts. It's mm. um, lesbians are having the worst time ever. They, you know, they have sex and it's very much for the male gaze. And then one mm. of them dies or they get back with their boyfriend. Oh but yeah. In this movie, it's completely not that. Um, it's very camp. It's very stylized. And also something interesting about it is that it got an R rating. When there is nothing... I wonder why. There is nothing in it. So it was blocked from being, like, shown in a lot of places. And I think this is why I couldn't find it on... I found it very right. difficult to find online. Because it got an R rating. But it's... There's nothing in it that would give it an R rating other than queerness being talked about. Like, you don't even see yeah. that much queerness. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We live in a society. We live in a society. Anyway, like, yeah, so I watched that and it was wonderful and it changed my life. And I don't really have much thoughts on it other than I'm confused at Natasha Leone not being gay in real life. Oh, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Is she not? No, she's so straight, but all the characters she ever plays are gay. But also I'm kind of like, is she, maybe she's bi? I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I think but, we should email her the the, the, the master dark. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's married to um Fred Armisen. Oh what? Yeah. That makes so much sense. Cause Does it? No, because closeted people, women, love yeah. to be with goofy men. <laughs> yeah. Glaring through the Zoom call at Danushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I get that. Yeah. Also, Fred Armisen is like, he's funny. If you've seen and if you've seen any of his bits, he's always dre- cross-dressing. I've never seen him cross-dress in any of his bits. That's so funny to me. <laughs> me too. I'm kind of like quite into Fred Armisen, but I've never seen him cross dress. That's 
How have I missed that part of his oeuvre? What are you talking about? Oh, my God. I've never... (laughs) I've watched, like, his stand-up specials. And I guess he's not cross-dressing in them. (laughs) Okay, when he was on SNL, he did a lot of (laughs) cross-dressing. But, like, a lot, a lot of cross-dressing. For the people listening at home, Danushi is just showing me photos she's like scrolling through google images and then holding her phone up to the screen and i'm like oh yeah that is a lot of cross-dressing oh and he's he also cross-dresses on portlandia yeah i've only watched bits of portlandia but i've i'm more into his into his comedy specials i'm a big fan of um comedy for drummers yeah i think they called it comedy for musicians they put it on Netflix, but it was originally called Comedy for Dramas. Comedy for Dramas, yeah. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great special. As a musician, I, I really laugh at those. No, jokes. it's really good. It's yeah. Really good. Um, yeah. So, but also like she was on Orange is the New Black, Natasha Leone. She played a yeah. lesbian on that. Was she on Glow? Couldn't tell you. No. But she's, she's very funny. Hmm. She yeah. is very funny. Big um, eyes. Huge eyes. Hair. Great hair. Great hair. I want to know her curly girl routine. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's a great movie. I, think, I highly recommend. I think what we should be able to enjoy things and not have to have a critical response to things. Honestly, this movie, made by a lesbian, yeah. a lot of the cast is queer. A lot of the yeah. crew were queer as well. Interesting. Um, and honestly, I don't have many, I don't have feedback. I'm just like, yeah, well done. Yeah. Great movie. And sometimes, yeah, whilst we were um, at some point in that conversation, I remembered what, um, I remembered more of my awakening, which was oh. um, Emily Fields from Pretty Little Liars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, now, yeah. I've not seen Pretty Little Liars, but I have seen oh. Mike's Mike's um, yeah. <laughs> six-hour <laughs> breakdowns of yeah. it. So I know exactly yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. So she is, I feel like she was probably the first, like, lesbian of note that I remember seeing on screen. Is she a homophobic to gay pipeline character? No, she's not. No. But somebody else hate... in the show is. Yes. So it's someone that she gets with. Okay, yeah. Yeah. A very Dave Karofsky. Is yeah. Pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been it's been been there done that. We don't need to keep doing that if I I think we've had enough of it. I think yeah. I think you know, personally, oh, I never had the urge to beat up a little no. twink no. when I was closeted. I have the urge to beat up twinks now because sometimes they're annoying. That I was just going <laughs> to say one thing from Adrienne Rich's essay, which I thought was very important, is that she really demarcates um, or like she distinguishes, not let me start mm. the sentence again, she she distinguishes nope I'm gonna start the sentence again she claims <laughs> I'm that leaving word, all of this in please don't I will 
I my affirmation of the day is today I will be neurotypical. I am neurotypical. Yeah. Has to. I am anyway, neurotypical. Anyway, back on the back on the, yeah, back yeah, on the yeah. conversation. So yeah. she so she she claims that the lesbian experience is very different from the homosexual man's experience and she says gender trouble talks about this as well she says um what does she say she makes a really good I can give you the summary of it without reading out because I I have this bit like I know this bit well it's like when so sex when we talk about it in society is often discussed from the idea of um the penis penis in the vagina is the only important part of it like Mm -hmm. everything comes before that is not sex everything that comes after that is not sex so when you've got gay men right there's still Mm -hmm. a penis going somewhere you're still Mm -hmm. doing something with a penis yeah so it's still sex right yeah and then you and you will hear people say this when you're talking about lesbians they're like oh but how do you have sex well first of all that's very true first of all uh penises are way less important in people with vulvas having sex than um people with penises well than men will lead you to believe i would go as far as to say that penises are not even important in straight sex. No, well, they shouldn't be. Yeah, they aren't. But from from the person, if from a person with a vulva's perspective, no. So true. But the from the the cis man's perspective, it's mm-hmm. the only important part. It's all mm-hmm. foreplay up until the penis gets in. Yeah. Whereas lesbian sex, very different. There's no penis involved. Rarely. Uh, I won't say rarely. Cis lesbian sex, yeah. there's no penis involved. Because, you know, contrapoints will tell you about the exquisite mouthfeel of the feminine penis. I don't even know what that is. What, do, what does she mean by that? She means by exquisite giving a blowjob to a trans woman. The exquisite mouthfeel of the feminine penis. Ah, okay. <laughs> I can't nice. believe this is where this is where we've ended up on this podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> you're just. I, I'm loving looking at Denise right no, now. I just. No, I'm just I'm, sitting and thinking. Hmm. I love the idea of a feminine penis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's basically like the idea, like, and that's why people don't. The combat happens because, like, it's like, oh, yeah, without a penis, how does that work? Yeah, and I just um, I found the part that I was hmm. thinking of, which is, she says, grouping lesbians with all of gay is the same as like saying parenting as Mm. a as an umbrella term which overlooks like the specific the way parenting is carried out by female people in quotation marks I something I'm addicted to recently is Mm. um when I'm doing like 
forms for the government or surveys for the government, stuff like that. Um, they, you know, they give you the what's your sexual orientation, homosexual, heterosexual, bisexual, other, right? Lesbian. Other lesbian <laughs> is what I do. Yeah. That's my little protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really don't think the lesbian experience is at all like the gay experience. No, I mean not that at as all. in men and men experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a very different ball game. Speaking Literally. Of... <laughs> Speaking of lesbians, time for our final song. It's what is I, I kissed, kissed a girl by Katy Perry. Wig. Wig. I feel that already. Bell hooks and jars, radio fodder. I'm Sam. That's Danushi. And that Kissing Lessons by Lucy Jacobs. This has been um, Bell Hooks and Jazz with Sam and Danushi on Radio Fodder. And I think we might have kept it under the hour this time. Interesting. Well, I doubt we add in the songs. Okay. I doubt it. But it's it's 6 30. Just just giving the tricks of the trade away. 6 30. We started recording at what? 5 30 ish? Yeah, a bit after. And we had some banter beforehand. Yeah, because we had a pre pre pod chin wag. Yeah, as we always love to. Yeah. Um, we don't know what we're talking about next week. That's for us to not know and you guys to find out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's hard for us to predict what level of competency we will be at. Yeah. in the next week yeah so. um I'm seeing my gynecologist tomorrow that's exciting Interesting. um so I'll keep you all posted uh mm-hmm. we still haven't Please done do. our Grammys look rack, wrap up we might do that at some point and we might you know we might talk about Coquella 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 Coachella yeah. Coquella. Coke-ella. Yeah. Coke-ella. As it is you for many You used to do the most cocaine okay. of anyone I ever knew. Oh, Ella Yellick O'Connor is Lord. Oh, what? Her full name is Ella Yellick O'Connor. Uh, Lord. So that's uh, like Coke-ella. That's a great joke. That is a great joke. Um, but Coachella. Yeah, well, we might talk about the looks of that. I don't want to talk about um, James Charles's ass so if we do talk about Coachella we're just gonna skip that clap if you think he should suffer (laughs) um death to all of them no not death um uh that was a joke legally but I do think he should, should suffer yeah um especially for his crimes against male children Real. Alleged crimes. Once yeah. Once again. Gotta cover our asses. Not Which he doesn't cover. do. He does not cover his ass. <laughs> and I mean that literally. <laughs> I mean that in the most literal, he's wearing assless chaps sense. Yeah. Oh, that um, was a great sand bit. Thank you. Um, I feel like that's kind of all we have to say. And... I hope everyone's. That's how Sue 
sees it. Sam, can you, can you put up the C? And then I'm other side. Yeah, I took a little screenshot for us. <laughs> there can be an episode cover. Actually, can we try again? Okay. Cute. That's how Sue sees it. Actually, I'm going to use as the. Uh, I'll talk about that later. Um, follow us at Bell mm. underscore Hooks underscore and underscore Jars on Instagram. Bridget underscore Butler on Instagram. Dan dot Sushi on Instagram. At Bridget Butler on Twitter, if that still exists. At Dan dot one on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're my real life friend listening and you want to follow my new anonymous Twitter account, text me and I'll let you in. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell everybody else what it is. No. If So also just quickly on Elon buying Twitter. Yeah. In his statement, he was like, everyone making everyone authenticate themselves as real humans who has an account. Are you going to make me yeah. not have an anon? Huh? Because if he's I was going to be like, before we all do that, I'd like to see you try, Elon. Prove that you're not a alien. Prove it. Do prove the dance, monkey. Are you a robot? Yeah, prove it. Prove it. Click, prove the, it. click the pictures of a train, Elon. Yeah. Are you a human? Click the pictures of a motorbike. Traffic mm. lights. Stop signs. Um, I wonder what Grimes is doing right now. Um, having a throuple with Elon and Chelsea Manning. Mm. Actually, or a quadruple I don't, with Azalea Banks. I don't actually think Elon... I don't think Elon gets involved. He has transphobic energy and has been transphobic, so I don't actually think he gets down with Chelsea mm. and Grimes, unless... Unless the transphobia is like a unless that is the transphobia like that's no, part of it yeah or if the trans <laughs> the transphobia is like a um it's it's a like it's a you know the same as a as a homophobic to gay pipeline it's a transphobic to chaser pipeline that's i was gonna say i think we, i'm gonna say it elon ban me on twitter you're a yeah. <laughs> anyway. And I don't mean, and I don't mean before the tequila shot. I mean, <laughs> that'd be after the tequila shot. Sorry. You chase it with chase the, it. Yeah, yeah. So right. <laughs> um. So anyway, this is this has been a message for the communists. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We love you all so much. Bye. Bye.